Hi, friend. Welcome to Holly's Highlights, a podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and equip you to intentionally live your life full of purpose. I'm your host, Holly Kirby, motivational speaker, leadership cultivator, marketing strategist, and personal cheerleader. Let's check out today's highlight. Huntsman Cancer Foundation's purpose is to raise funds to support Huntsman Cancer Institute. 100% of the funds raised help with the treatment, education, and research being done at Huntsman Cancer Institute to fight cancer. This helps researchers understand the beginnings of cancer and more effectively treat it. So when donating, you are actually helping improve the quality of life for cancer patients, survivors, and their families. Hi, I'm Allie, and this June I'll be running my fourth annual run in the Huntsman Sports West. My goal this year is to raise $5,500 for two reasons. One, in 2019, my grandma was diagnosed and passed away from glioblastoma brain cancer. And my grandpa, who was diagnosed with multiple myeloma in 2015, but whose cancer came out of remission in 2019 just after my grandma's passing, continues his courageous fight. Both of them were treated with such care by world-renowned experts at the Huntsman Cancer Hospital. And the second reason is because this May, I turned 15, and by raising $5,500, that means over these four years, I will have helped raise a total of $15,000 for this fight against cancer by age 15. I welcome you to join the fight against cancer as we all have been affected by cancer in one way or another. Visit my Harding Heroes page at hope.huntsmancancer.org forward slash sportsfest22 forward slash Harding hyphen heroes to give or for more information. Again, that's hope.huntsmancancer.org forward slash sportsfest22 forward slash Harding hyphen heroes. Thank you for your consideration and giving. Birthdays. The ancient Egyptians initiated them. The Greeks added their flair to them with the radiance of the candle and the wish that goes along with blowing them out. The ancient Romans brought birthdays to the commoner. The Germans added the cake. And even a song was written in the 1800s for the occasion. Well, here in America, we celebrate them for ourselves, for famous people such as Betty White's 100th birthday just days ago, for our nation. Hello, 4th of July, one of our favorites to celebrate. And we even give days off for them. Thank you, First President George Washington and civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. Then there's, of course, how cultures celebrate them that even differ. The Irish, when a teen turns 21, they get the keys to the house, which is signifying their independence to come and go from the house when they'd like to. In Mexico, in addition to the fun piñatas we're all familiar with and bursting open all the candy for the guests, they have the high-end quinceañera celebration for a girl's 15th birthday. They also have their own song, Las Meninitas, I believe it's pronounced. I'm sure I totally botched that. But that basically indicates to the birthday person when to blow out the candles. In China, they celebrate their birthdays according to the Chinese calendar, and only certain years even at that. So their 1st, their 10th, their 60th, 70th, 80th. And they always have the food staple of the noodle, since they believe the longer the slurp of the noodle, the longer the life of the person. In Norway and Netherlands, well, the birthday person throws their own party. I like the tradition of that in Brazil, though, where the birthday person cuts their cake, and then they give that first piece to an important person in their life, such as a parent or a caregiver. It basically indicates an honor and appreciation for them. Sadly, the only country I could find that doesn't celebrate birthdays is Bhutan. They actually believe that the measure of life is by kindness, not by their years. I think that's kind of an interesting concept there. Well, today is my birthday, and as I look back on my life, I have some birthdays that really stand out. 
As a little girl, I remember my sister so selflessly blowing up tons of balloons so that me and my friends could play balloon volleyball in our family room. And my mom prepping tons of wooden cutouts for all of us to make little wooden duck note holders. My mom was always so crafty. Or the year that I woke up to a balloon-filled room as my brother had literally filled my room with hundreds and hundreds of balloons. Now, this may have impacted my claustrophobia and my almost fear of balloons, perhaps. (laughs) Or there was the 16th birthday where the snowstorm was so bad, we all got snowed in. The entire community basically was shut down. No school, the roads were closed. And of course, this meant the opportunity to take my driver's test was no longer because of the snow. My 21st birthday, when many are heading to Vegas or throwing wild parties for their 21st, well, we celebrated in a McDonald's. Now, you'd have to know my love of McDonald's growing up to fully appreciate that one. Or the first birthday after my divorce, my sister and my mom threw me a surprise party at a favorite little cafe with some of my closest friends. My favorite birthday, though, was being on a cruise ship with my whole family, my sister and my mom giving me at breakfast a crown and sash to wear for the day, and then we spent the entire day with the whole family just shopping in St. Thomas. That night, though, I loved how all of us gathered around the table for dinner. We were dressed up, and it just was so peaceful and, and felt so complete, like a, a complete joy with those that I loved just being all around that table, or even one that will forever have time stand still in my mind my last birthday with my mom alive. All of us gathered at a spaghetti factory, one of our favorite restaurants. And uh, just being there, surrounded by my family was precious. Now, there's just something about birthdays. You know, ever since my babies were born, I wanted to make their birthday something really special, not financially lavish. I never want to try and compete with the Joneses or create entitlement but something that would stand out as a memory throughout the years that would basically remind them they're loved, they're special, they are worth celebrating. We've done themes such as Spider-Man, superheroes, pirate princess, and frozen birthdays. We've done special locations such as a pool or a farm party, even event parties like at a game night restaurant or going to a baseball game. I just love hearing them speak of their favorites. My, my daughter shared with me the other day that hers was getting to throw out the first pitch at a baseball game or a cake that my mom had made, or simply watching everyone enjoy doing something special that they enjoy doing. Like as my son was sharing, his most recent birthday was one of his favorites where we had a game truck come to our house and he just loved seeing all of his aunts and uncles and grandpa and cousins and friends all gaming at the same time. Again, enjoying something he enjoys doing. Now, I'm sure you're thinking some of your favorite birthday memories, how they made you feel, people who were there or special moments, funny moments and for some, even some tough moments. Not everyone is into celebrating birthdays. I I get that. My brother-in-law has his 50th birthday coming up soon, and he's already asked us to just skip it. Yeah, that's not happening. But whether you're the one who loves to celebrate or not, perhaps we may all be open to a few reasons as to why birthdays are meant to be celebrated. Number one, Celebrating our day of birth gives us an opportunity for reflection in life, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, to see where we've been, how far we've come, our trials and our triumphs, our heels and our valleys, to think of the blessings from within that past year, the accomplishments that have taken place, and even some goal setting for the year ahead. Yes, to reflect on a life given, a life living, a life still to be lived. Number two. 
Celebrating our day of birth gives us an opportunity to gather with others, our friends, our family, those who matter to us. This could be a party, like often done for kids, or even an opportunity to serve. When my mom turned 40, our church congregation used the opportunity to come over and help us lay sod at our new house. We had just moved to Utah. My dad had been brought over as a senior pastor at our local church, so we didn't really know anyone. And yet, here all of these people were helping us with a need. What a special way to celebrate a birthday. Of course, this pandemic has created some unique ways of gathering with others for such celebrations. Last year, we were invited to take part in a car parade for a friend of ours. It was a long caravan with lots of honking and decorated vehicles and signs, and everyone was having so much fun. But what a special way to celebrate someone when we couldn't physically gather together for his big day. It brought such a smile to his face and seemed to be such an encouragement to his whole family who was going through a rough time. Oh, the gift of others in our lives. The gift to just gather together. Number three, celebrating your day of birth gives you an opportunity to be reminded that you matter. Not everyone is good about accepting compliments or gifts or even attention, but this one day allows others to do such things and we seem to be a little bit more receptive of them doing things. And you know what? We need it, whether we realize it or not. This makes me think of Psalms 139.14. You are beautiful, for you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Oh, friend, a day especially for you, because you matter. I appreciated a perspective that I read in the Stanford Daily recently, where it stated that a birthday is a celebration of the sacrifices the parents had to work through, up to and including the immense loss of time, energy, and perhaps a career's forward trajectory. Now, as a parent, I see where this perspective may be coming from. There are a lot of sacrifices us parents make for our kids, including mamas birthing those babies to get here. But oh, it's so worth it. What an interesting challenge to remind us to stop and think of the sacrifices made on our behalf to get to where we are. I'm grateful. Now, speaking of my babes, they have asked if they can come on and in light of my birthday, ask me a few questions. So without further ado, please welcome my heart's desire, my daughter, Allie. Hey. And my gift from God, my son, Peyton. Hola. <laughs> okay, so ladies first, what you want to ask me, Miss Gator Girl? Absolutely. Why did you choose marketing as your career? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, I think marketing actually chose me. From the time I was a little girl, I wanted to be a high school teacher, and that developed throughout life into an English teacher and a drama teacher. Well, while earning my associates, I took a public relations class, and I loved it. So since it didn't matter what my associates was in to pursue my education degree, I just got my associates in public relations. Then when I went to orientation for my bachelor's for that education degree so that I could teach, I just didn't feel right about it. And at the time, I was working in customer service at a regional mall and was helping my marketing director with a lot of projects. And the more I took on, the more I just really enjoyed that line of work. So pretty much after prayer and research, I changed my major to mass communication so I could have the doors open to a lot of different things, whether it be broadcasting or journalism, advertising, marketing. 
Then after graduation with my bachelor's, my work created a position for me in marketing and the doors just kept opening in that area. So I started there in the regional malls and then went to a chamber of commerces and now for Chick-fil-A. They've all been very different though, very different from each other. But in all, I've, I've been in marketing for 24 years now and I'm so grateful for the experiences and for the growth and for the opportunities and, and of course that provision for our family. Yeah, for sure. What is your favorite color and why? <laughs> I have a pillow that marks my favorite color in our house. It's sparkle. I love sparkle. Now, that is not to be confused with glitter. I don't like glitter. It's just messy. But I love sparkle. And I'm not sure I've ever thought about the reason as to why I like the color sparkle. I don't know, perhaps because it reflects light. I'm, I'm sure that question will actually have me in deep thought tonight. That's a good one. So why do you like to travel? Do you have a favorite place you've been or a place you'd like to go to? Oh, I enjoy making memories and especially with you guys, my family. So when I think back to some favorite memories, though, they seem to be traveling with you and our big family, too. So I think I just enjoy the adventures that traveling brings. As to a favorite place, I've really been blessed to travel a lot. Aruba, Barbados, Curacao, Haiti, Jamaica, Mexico, Hawaii, all over the U.S., from California to Texas to Missouri, of course, that's where I was born, to Florida, to even upstates to Maine and Washington, D.C. That was a fun trip with my mom. But there have been so many places. I'm not sure if I can pick out a favorite place, but basically anywhere with my family is my favorite place. I do want to go to Prague, just basically because my brother said that's just one of his favorites he's ever been to. He's traveled a lot more than me. And I'd love to go to Italy, specifically Florence and Paris, and to Switzerland and to Ireland too. Again, basically anywhere you and your brother are, especially if we can have the whole herd with us, I'm just happy. <laughs> Anything else for me? No, I think that's all. Okay, bubs, you're up. What got you into starting a podcast? Oh, that's a good one. Because I never even listened to podcasts. But thanks to my mom, who inspired me to write a book, when she passed in 2019, I promised her I'd write that book. Well, in 2020, I wrote that book. And as I approached publishers, I was advised to start a podcast. So basically, after much consideration and research and prayer, I launched and I absolutely love it. Who inspired you? Ooh, definitely Mama and Papa. So my parents. The life that they have lived, they are solid, godly people who love and seek the Lord in all that they do. Their faithfulness to each other. They were married for 51 years and therefore their faithfulness to us kids and you grandkids. And just very selfless, wise, highly educated, yet humble and caring people. I couldn't have asked for better examples in my life. How do you have time to even do this podcast? Oh, that is a very full question. Uh, basically, we make time for our priorities and our passions. A uh, priority I have is to publish my book. And if this is a way to get there, I make time for it. Along the way, though, this has actually become a passion. So I really enjoy doing it. I, I like to help others. I like to help them shine. I hopefully am an encouraging listeners. And this is just fun for me. It does take a lot of time, though. I am not going to sugarcoat that, but I try to be a good steward of that time. So I, I try to keep my purpose in mind of what would be encouraging and inspiring and equipping to listeners and what would help them intentionally live their life full of purpose, what would be interesting to them to help do all of that. 
and I make sure I'm consistent, yet I also set boundaries. So that's where you and your sister always come first. Uh, The late night research after you guys go to bed, the interviews while you guys are out playing with friends, uh, even putting together the advertising pieces while we're watching a movie. You've seen me do that quite a bit. So I guess the short answer could have been that basically multitasking and setting boundaries while remembering the purpose of it. (laughs) Yeah, long story short. (laughs) That's cool. Anything else? No, but can we do this again? (laughs) We will see about that. Well, thank you for humoring us. And thank you, Allie and Peyton, for such insightful questions and coming on today. You're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. Now, in all seriousness, I am grateful for this gift of life. I'm I'm grateful for you, friend, who takes the time to listen and comment, even share with your friends and family. But most importantly, on, on my birthday, I'm grateful for the one who created me in his image, the one who knows the plans he has for me, the plans to prosper me and not to harm me, plans to give me hope and a future, the one who is always with me and never gives me more than I can handle with him as my strength, the one who sees me through and carries me and loves me. Truly, my life, I just hope it it brings him all glory and honor and praise. Now, as we've mentioned that this season, we want to ensure there's a challenge and action to take from this episode. I'd encourage you to think of those who, like the recipient of the piece of cake and the Brazilian culture, are people, relationships that are most important to you. How could you go about honoring them this year for their special day? As Maya Angelou said, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did but people will never forget how you made them feel. I think one of the biggest obstacles to overcome in this is to make sure you know when their birthday is. So whether using a digital calendar, a social reminder such as Facebook, an actual physical calendar like I have on my wall or a planner or even birthday notebook, uh, an app or even a decoration. My sister-in-law has a family plaque decoration piece on her wall that has little key rings with our family and her friends' names and dates on them that hang from each month so that she can ensure she doesn't miss a birthday. Whatever it is that helps you and and however you choose to go about it, uh, a card, an email, a text, a dinner out, uh, lunch at work or school, a gift, a chore or task done, a photo taken, a picture made, an adventure together. The ideas could go on and on. The point is, aren't those most important in our lives worth making them feel so special, so valued, and ever so loved for their special day, their birthday? I hope that this next birthday, you will use these three tips and reflecting just a little bit more on the importance of you and of celebrating your birthday, but then also going forward, celebrating those around you whom you love and are special in your life. Thank you for joining me on this journey of life. I hope that today's highlight has been encouraging, inspiring, and equipping so you can go out and live your life full of purpose. I'd be honored if you'd take a moment to leave a review, or better yet, subscribe. We can also stay in touch by joining my email list at hollykirby.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-C-U-R-B-Y.com. Until next time, make it a great day for a great day.